What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pondo Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Ryan Tarkington. I get a chance to host the youth ministry stream of this podcast. And uh, last episode, it was kind of weird. I had to do uh, an episode without any other human interaction. But today, I am joined by one of my favorite humans. Uh, his name is Damien Easter from Flood Church down in San Diego. How you doing today, Damien? What's up, Ryan? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you, brother. Yeah, uh, blessed to to be a part of the podcast. Let's yeah. get it, man. <laughs> That's so, Damien. Uh, you're going to find out, I think, pretty quickly. Uh, his energy level is off. Is off. Uh, you know, like level ten or above. Uh, and uh, that's one of the reasons why we, we love him. Um, yeah, man. So, and, and so Damien and I, we, we have a, uh, we have a special relationship, obviously through Pondo and our connection through the camp here. But uh, another special relationship that we have is, or we are diehard uh, Dallas Cowboys fans. <laughs> Let's go. We them boys. Baby. That's right. <laughs> so, so we either just like made a lot of really good friends that are Cowboys fans, or we just turned a lot of people off because they hate us so yeah, much. The haters but are real. The haters are real. It is a real, <laughs> but right now they have nothing to say because uh, Cowboys are looking good, man. So five and one, baby. Yep. Yep. So um, anyways, so let's dive in today, Damien. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for people to hear from you and hear your story. And uh, what I typically like to do just kind of out the gate is I, I love uh, to hear from you guys and just your ministry journey. Like, uh, you know, and I know we could probably spend all day just on, on that, but kind of give me like a quick rundown of, of uh, like what got you into ministry and kind of your little, your little journey and like where you've been and where you are currently serving right now. Yeah. Well, I, I've been serving in full-time ministry. I've been blessed to serve full-time ministry in different capacities for about 16 years now. So it's been great just serving. I've been with babies all the way to yeah. grown old adults. And <laughs> so it's it's been cool to be able to bridge gaps in those different ways. But yeah, um, yeah I, I came into ministry just really wanting to serve God because I just I had a radical introduction to Jesus I grew up, I was in church in, you know, and I, I thought I had to to do a lot, prove a lot in order for the Lord to love me. And then mm. I discovered it's all about Jesus and relationship with Jesus. And that shifted everything for me. Uh, um, my house burned down and I ran to Jesus. Like that's mm. literally what happened. And yeah. um, I just went, yeah, I just wanted to serve him after that. I was like, I, I just want to serve you. He loves me right where I was, met me right where I was and uh, loved me enough not to, not to leave me there. And, um, from that point, it was like, okay, how can I serve Jesus? How can I tell people about Jesus, this person that loves you regardless mm. of you, you know? So yeah. um, that was the big, that was that was years ago. And then um, from there, people would tell me, you're going to be a pastor. You're going to be a youth pastor. I was like, look, I just need Jesus. I need Jesus for me. <laughs> right. I ain't trying to carry nothing else. I need Jesus for me. And lo and behold, yep, I, I'm, I'm pastoring introducing people to Jesus, helping people walk out their relationship with Jesus. Um, but also just staying in a position where I know that I need him myself and continuing yeah. to work on my relationship. So yeah, that, and that brought, so I, I was at Mountain View church for a season and now I'm down here in San Diego at flood church, get the opportunity to serve the young adults here. So yeah. that's, that's what I do now. That's my full-time capacity. So um, at San Diego State University, doing things there, yeah. um, just trying to 
start building relationships up again after the pandemic and all that good stuff. So yeah, man. Yeah, I think and, that's the quickest that I've ever said all of that. So I know. I uh, yeah, and I want to give you that. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate. I appreciate it. I know. I know we could go a lot more uh, in depth with uh, with your story and the journey. I love uh, where you just you keep it simple, man. It's like I need Jesus. Uh, so uh, and then my relationship with Jesus uh, kind of spreads out to me loving other people through Jesus yeah. and and ministering to them and. Uh, you get to do that with young adults specifically. You do that with everybody, but uh, specifically in your role there at Flood uh, with yeah. the young young adults, which is super cool. But one one thing, um, you know, obviously this is a, a youth ministry stream, and I, I I know young adults are kind of in that, especially college age. They're just stepping out of that youth ministry time, and that um, your involvement with young adults now. And I know this is a youth ministry stream, so people listening are going to be like, oh well, you know, he's maybe a little past the age group that I'm dealing with, but I, I think there's so many connection points there. I mean, some, most of the students you're dealing with have just stepped out of youth ministry. And so you're trying to love them in their new environment and space, especially at San Diego state university or other colleges, or yeah. um, just they're navigating uh, the real world of, of life and jobs and everything else as young adults. But um, I am curious cause you, you, you were a student pastor. Um, before you took this role at flood. Yep. And so what are some of the, the big differences that you have found already uh, compared to doing like junior high, high school ministry stuff to now stepping into young adults ministry? Yeah. I, I mean, I would say the difference is just more independence. Um, obviously, you know, the, you know, young adults want to be young adults, you know, they want to do their thing. And um, so I I find myself a little more hands off with things. So um, it's like I, I I can't tell you how many times I've said y'all are grown adults. So <laughs> this is this is the expectation. Y'all are grown adults. Let's just do this together. So that's been freeing because you yeah. know with 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 youth, you know you you you're you're always watching. You're always you know really just on guard. It's like for me, it was like, I'm protecting these youth and there's a degree of that with young adults. But, um, so the free there's, there's a little bit more freedom, uh, there, you know, you kind of just expect them to be the adults that they desire to be seen as. Um, so that I would say those, and it's interesting too, Ryan, like some of the things, some of the things are like the similarities are bananas too, though. The the, it's, it's bananas. Like I, I compare, uh, young adults, uh, like coming out of college or out of high school. Uh, I compare them to junior hires, man, where it's like a junior hire is all of a sudden in this world and they're going through all these different changes um, and they're trying to find themselves. They're trying to figure out who they are. And for those, let me, I just got to tell you, I have a special place in my heart for junior hires. I, I haven't, no, nobody really says that in youth <laughs> ministry. Right. Nobody says junior high is the place for me, right. but it is. I love junior hires, man. Cause they're so impressionable there. Yeah. There's so much going on, um, in their season of life for them mentally, physically, emotionally, and honestly, that's the same thing that's going on with young adults. Hmm. There's so much going on mentally, physically, emotionally, and they're trying to find out and discover who they are. And um, it's been a blast 
Yeah. Like building that bridge to who like them trying to discover who they are in this season and also keeping who Christ has created already created them to be in the forefront. Um, so the similarities are, are, are like, I'm like, dang, that is very interesting, you know? So yeah, it's very similar. It's very similar. So, so you would say then there's similarities in terms of them. They're trying to discover themselves, trying to discover this new uh, place that they find themselves in life, but you're kind of, I guess your approach, your discipleship kind of approach is to be like, let them make those decisions like more or, or like you say, you're kind of not as hand, not as hands on, but I know you're involved. I know you're speaking life into these, these students. Yeah. Um, but what is that? What is that uh, level of like, okay, Hey, yeah, you're a grown adult. Now you've, you've got to make these choices on your own, as opposed to like me, maybe me, like, really holding your hand and walking you through that or, or what is that? What does that look like? I guess. Yeah, I I would say it is, it is, it is that it's, it's uh, so like with, with my high schoolers and my junior hires, it was really um, just really trying to, you're really trying to walk them through life and you know, they're the, 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 the level of decision and the level of independence, they want to be independent, but you know, they're still at home, you know, they're still, there's, there's still those, those restrictions and stuff. And so, you're you're kind of the outlet, the best the best friend as the youth pastor. You're taking them out, giving them different experiences as a yeah. youth pastor, yeah. as a young adults pastor. They're they're out already experiencing those things. Yeah. They're already old enough. They're out there. You know, they might be partying, sipping on some things. You know, doing doing their doing their <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 meeting them. It's meeting them right where they are. Yeah, and um, really, really letting them know and painting the picture of Christ right in the middle of where you are still like live your life, get your experiences. Uh, but let's not leave out Jesus, right? Let's, you know, so, so I'm, I'm constantly there just reminding, um, and, and, and painting a different picture, giving another option and, um, just being an ear, you know, just being an ear for people to talk to and, and people are people, especially now. They're, they're like people are looking for just someone that'll sit with them, listen to them, care about what they're saying before they try to speak into their life. And uh, it's been a lot of that. It's been a lot of that. And young adults, just like teenagers, like and, and me and you could we we could probably speak to this too. Like just because you get older doesn't mean you all of a sudden have life figured out, right? <laughs> right. Like, <Right>. like <laughs> what? Like just because you get older, it doesn't yeah. mean like, oh, I reached this age. It clicks now. Yeah. Heck no. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. heck no. So it's like the exact opposite in some cases. Like, it's like, oh, I'm older. I have all these freedoms. Crap. What do I do? Oh, I'm sorry. I said crap <laughs> on the podcast. My bad, man. <laughs> no, it's a youth ministry podcast. They hear that. Okay. They say that and hear that word all the time. They're okay. All right. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> So it, yeah, I, it is a lot of just, uh, being, being there for them, listening to them, um, and, uh, and, and helping them be okay with not having life figured out, you yeah. know, like yeah. helping, helping them be okay with that. Yeah. Love that. Um, so right now, just to kind of, uh, I guess, fill the listeners in a little bit. So you're, you're at flood church, um, there for a, a long time. They had, a. Another friend of Pondo's, Mookie, was the was the student pastor there, and uh, he's he's moved yeah. moved on, moved to f- the Sunshine State of Florida. 
uh, right? Florida. He, yeah. Moved all, yep. he moved as far away as possible. Right. Is that, he did. that, that was the goal. Um, but Mookie, um, love him. And I know you loved your relationship with, with him. And, um, so right now you guys are in a little bit of a transition state within your student ministry. You've got people on staff who are filling in, doing some teaching as you guys are uh, looking to hire and bring someone in. Um, but, um, but like you, you were telling me, you, they haven't asked you to like step back into that world, uh, maybe outside of a, maybe a speaking opportunity or, or like, or have you even had to do that? Uh, no, they, they've really been really good at just saying, all right, Damien, we want you to, you know, run this lane. You know, this is what, this is where we, this is what we brought you for. Uh, but it's been awesome to be involved in, uh, the interviewing process of new youth pastors or potential, um, new youth pastors and things like that. So no, they haven't, they've, they've asked my ideas, my opinions, um, here and there, uh, for different things, but they've really been good at, because if I, if I, if I go youth ministry, it's, I'm all in youth ministry. And that would mean I'm no longer, cause I I'm on, if I'm youth ministry, I'm on, I'm figuring out how I get on campus. I'm creating strategies for that. I'm creating strategies for camps, creating strategies for all that. So it's been just, this is the lane running this. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I, I, I think with you being in the role that you're in and, and you're starting to see, especially coming off of being a, a, a youth pastor, you've, you've seen both lanes of that now. And, and again, you had a good relationship with Mookie before he moved on, but I was just curious. I think, I think this would be good for people to, to hear the, the type of relationship or the connection point between a student ministry and a young adults ministry within a church and how, what what do, what does that relationship need to look like, or what are you are, have you figured out a good strategy with that? Are you looking to to grow in that? What have you experienced in terms of what needs to be there in terms of working together or working alongside each other to to see maybe students continue on or continue to serve or I don't know. Just can you speak to any of that? Yeah, I, I would say some of the biggest things that have that I found so valuable has been communication, you know, me and me and Mooks, we, we communicated a lot, talked a lot. He was, he's one of my, my, my guys. I love, I love them so much. So we're talking ministry together. Um, we're talking about students that are going to be graduating. Um, I'm meeting those students. He's introducing me to those students and all of that good stuff. So that communication and that, and those relationships are really, and, and, and even what, what allowed me and Mookie, our, our friendship, really allowed us to kind of be thinking along the same plans you know we like things that he would be doing for youth you just you just add a few you tweak it a little bit you could do that same thing for young adults um and so we were we were both always hacky sacking ideas off of each other thoughts off of each other um we were networking with the same people um because we just want to make that handoff really, really clean, as clean as possible. That 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 encouragement. We want people to know just how someone was there for you in high school. We got you in, in, through college as well. Even if you're not staying in our area, when whenever you come back, we want you to know that you have family in this area. You have you have relationships that you can rely on and depend on. So communication has been so great, you know, uh, up until the time when Mookie left a few months ago, but that, that had, that was awesome. That was just, that was great between he and I. 
Yeah. And, and so as you are going through these interview processes with potentially a new youth pastor, I, I imagine a lot of that is in your brain of trying to find somebody that you're going to vibe with really well in terms of that heart for ministry, heart for those connect, connecting points. Um, yeah. yeah. So to kind of continue that uh, moving forward. So uh, that's awesome, man. Um, let me shift gears a little bit. Uh, yeah. You are, um, man, our, our relationship with you through Pondo and um, having you come in and you've, you've spoken for several of our camps through summer camp and winter camps. And uh, you, you spoke this past summer and, and you're actually coming back to speak for winter camp here in uh, just yeah. a, few, a few months. And uh, I just love, man, we, we love having you here and uh, sitting under your teaching and just, again, your enthusiasm and, and the whole, the whole thing, you, you fit so well with, uh, with, with a camp evangelist speaker role. Um, and, uh, and and I'm curious, like, as you, uh, you've done more and more of this throughout your time, what, what is, what is it about camp ministry and and getting opportunities to speak in those settings that like, that you love? Like what's, what, what are some of the things that just immediately pop in your head is like, oh man, these are such cool opportunities to speak at camps because like fill in the blank. What is what is it? Yeah, I man, I you know what I love meeting people. Yeah. Um, I love I love meeting students. One of my one of my things at every camp that I go to is I try to learn as many students' names as I can. Um, I I try to I just love it, and I try to meet those students that those fringe kids, those kids that you know are they they look like they might be struggling with something. I just, I want to, I want to see them. I want to, I want them to know that I see them, you know, like not that I'm a big deal or anything like that, but I, I just, I love meeting students. I love knowing their names. I love calling them out, walking around camp and yelling their name from across camp and, you know, hugging them. And, you know, those are, I, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love preaching the word of God. I love the opportunity to share God's word. But it's just something about being the hands and feet on the ground, being the love of Jesus to somebody, like face to face, looking at them, talking to them. That blessed my soul. So yeah. that that is meeting students, loving on students, and um, I just it's like the way Jesus sees us. He he sees us as the individual that we are, and um, and I and I like to try to just do a little like as best I could see see people, know their names. Um, so that's, that, that's one of my favorite, favorite things about camp, man. And then, you know, I love y'all too. I love seeing y'all honoring you guys, getting to do ministry with y'all worshiping and, you know, and y'all let me have so much freedom. I love y'all so much, man. (laughs) Y'all are my, y'all are my people, man. Y'all are my people. I love y'all. Y'all bless my soul, man. Yeah, dude. We, 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 uh. We share that same sentiment, man. And I, and I, I will speak to, to that. I, uh, I, I think you always do a great job coming in, um, speaking, uh, uh, just preaching God's word to these students. Um, you're, you're so, uh, you do such a good job, but no matter, I feel like no matter, um, what a student's background is, I think you do a great job of communicating the gospel really clearly. But the one thing that I always, uh, that we, that we always talk about with you is, yeah, your ability to connect with students off of the stage and uh, your intentionality with with all of that. So I, I, we do appreciate that. We see that 
And uh, that's a that's a big reason why we you're always kind of on our our, our short list to uh, to see if you're available to come come in and speak because I think like like you said, um, l- l- there are a lot of great speakers out there. There there's a lot of great people who um, who we could bring in and they'd be very polished and they would do a great job communicating from the stage. But like here's just a small example. I'm gonna just uh, want to honor you in this. Uh, this past summer there were. Most nights you would uh, you would speak. We'd have like a kind of follow up time of of uh, response time of worship, and then you would make yourself available to students uh, at at the end of every service. Um, and and like legitimately, there was just there was a, a line forming of students who uh, who wanted to talk who wanted to talk to you. And um, I don't know I don't know what all those conversations look like, um, but but. Uh, we would just look over and be like, man, like Damien, you could tell like this side of the ministry, Damien embraces and loves, um, where where you just one-on-one hearing a, 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 a story from a kid or hearing their heart or hearing whatever that, you know, whatever those conversations look like, you could tell you weren't like trying to get out of there. You were, you were very, very intentional about staying in that moment. So I just want to honor you, uh, and your ability, um, that God has given you and gifted you in to stay in those moments and to, uh, to really oh, min- minister to kids. So appreciate Thank it. Thank you, so brother. Much. That yeah. means a lot. That means a yeah, lot. Dude. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. So cool. Uh, I do have a question though, because one thing that, uh, has become definitely a part of your, you know, um, part of the Damien package when you come yeah. in to speak is, uh, you have coined this, uh, term Halle glory, Halle yeah. glory, Halle glory. Uh, yeah, Halle glory. And, uh, you get people chanting it and it gets loud and it's, it's so fun and we, we, we love it. And, uh, I, I I'm curious, what was the origin of that story? Or what's the origin of Halle glory? Like when did, was that just one night you were speaking somewhere and it popped up and you're like, Oh, that, that was, you know, that worked or, I mean, is it yeah. just, is it like a, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Speak to the origin of Halle glory. Holly Glory. Well, man, Holly Glory is uh, it's something that is really near and dear to my heart. It's uh, it came out of a, a time of prayer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because I, I love worshiping. Um, for those of you that know me or you, you know, I'm a five seat worshiper. I need five <laughs> seats to the left, five seats to the right, because I might start dancing <laughs> when it comes to worshiping Jesus. I got I need space. I need space. <laughs> So I, I just love worshiping God. And so I just, I say hallelujah a lot. And um, so it's a, so, so hallelujah. So it's just hallelujah, hallelujah. And just in a time of prayer, I, I remember just praying the word or saying to God, Lord, I like hallelujah. I want to give you praise with my lips. And I, my prayer is that you receive glory out of my life. And that's how I got hallelujah glory. So hallelujah is highest praise, praise with my lips and then glory is the glory out of my life. So God, as I give you praise with my lips, will you receive glory out of my life? And that's kind of my, and, and, and so when people are saying Holly glory, when I get people to say Holly glory, it's I'm giving you praise with my lips that you would receive glory out of my life. And that's hallelujah and glory. That's Holly glory. And yeah, it just, as far as I know, Nobody else has said it ever that I know of. Um, and I, I believe like it, it's somebody else may have, I don't know, but for me, it's something that's birth that's birthed out of prayer and 
just uh, uh, my heart for God, my heart for God, my heart for just giving God praise with my lips because I can control that, right? That's what I, in, in a world where so much is out of control, I can control my praise towards God. So let me just give it to him. Hallelujah. Let me just give it to him. Whether it's a sacrifice of praise or it's like, whoa, this is good. Let me just give it to you, God, because if I can just give you praise, you will receive. If people see that, maybe they'll see you and you'll receive glory when they look at my life. So that's how the glory. Yeah. Love it, man. Yeah. 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 And it's all it always. I mean, students. And all through the week, you know, when you're here, it's yeah, you 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 speak it from the stage, but it's like you'll hear how the glory like all over the uh, the field, like everywhere uh, throughout camp. And uh, it's, it's, it's so it's, fun. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. I love it. I love that it comes from a, it stems from a, a place of worship. It stems from a place of prayer. And yeah, uh, yeah love love that so much. Well, Damien, yeah. dude, uh, man, I, I love you and I, I appreciate the relationship again that we have and are going to continue to have with you. I'm excited about winter camp and you coming in to speak speak again. Um, As always, what I I like to do is I like to give you guys an opportunity uh, to to just speak over um, uh, other people who are involved in ministry, other people who are, uh, you know, student pastors or or other young adults pastors um, where maybe God just has put something on your heart that he's teaching you something that you're going through or walking through in this season, or just something, a note of encouragement for them as they, uh, as they minister to people in today's, today's world, um, and all the craziness of this world, um, that doesn't seem like it's going to become less crazy. Like there's there's never going to be a time where (laughs) moving forward, I think it's going to be less crazy. Um, can you just take a few moments, speak to a final word to speak over, uh, other people who are involved in ministry right now? Yeah, man. Um, and I, man, thank you for, for asking that. I, and I, I, I feel myself even getting emotional thinking about it because, mm-hmm. uh, I just, just to keep it real. I mean, it's, it's just been a hard season for everyone. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. but like for ministering ministers, ministering the gospel and, and trying to bring hope into a world that so often feels so hopeless it's been it's been hard. Uh, I know for myself, being an extrovert, being someone that brings the energy and just loves to do that, it's been hard for me to even get going. You know, it's been it's been it's been hard for me. And um, so my encouragement is just the way that the Lord has been encouraging me in this season is to is to show up, um, to just show up, and and that has. Even in that, it's hard because as a pastor, as a minister, to show up, you feel like I have to show up with something. Mm. I have to show up with an answer. I have to show up with a solution. Or for myself, I have to show up with energy. I have to show up with passion. I have to show up. And what I'm, what, what God is really showing me is, is just, just show up for people. Mm. Just the way you are. Just show up and trust God to do what only he can do. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, so, I've been so thankful for that Ryan in this yeah. season for God to, to, to give me that. And, and you'll probably hear some of that sprinkled in, uh, my winter camp, <laughs> you know, winter camp heart. Cause I, I, I speak right from where I really am. Um, mm. and that's, that's where I am. And that's my encouragement as I am encouraged in the Lord. I want to encourage anybody listening to this podcast, anybody 
uh, that God is, I'm blessed to be able to speak into anybody's life is to just, just show up right mm-hmm. where you are, how you are and trust God to do the rest. Trust God to fill any gaps. Um, trust God to be the source for you that you present him as for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like we, t- we, we tell everybody he's the source and he is. And, uh, man, I'm sorry. I get a little emotional cause he's just, he's been so good, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's been just a rediscovering of him as the source. Mm. Um, and and you present him so often as the source for everybody else. And and I'm just been, it's been a season where I've really seen and discovered that he's a source for me um, in any condition that I'm in. Yeah. And because he is whole, because he is complete, because he is more than enough. I can show up in my brokenness and mm. be available for him to do what only he can do. So that's my encouragement, man. Just show up and let God do what only he can do because he's faithful. Yeah. He's faithful. So, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just been where I'm at. <laughs> oh, man, I love the I love the emotion. Show up, I, man. I love show the up. I love the realness. That's a that's such a great word. Um that I, I know will resonate with, with so many people right now. Um, and I just, I just love that you're, yeah. Like as people who are, you know, on staff or just in ministry roles. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, yeah, here's the answer for you, for you guys. Here's the answer for you guys. Here's, but the same answer that we're proclaiming for them. Um, Jesus is the source is the same for us. And, um, yeah, let's not forget that. I I love that. I thank, thank you so you. much, Damien. I appreciate yeah. appreciate your heart, appreciate the the word, appreciate the the friendship and the relationship and um and I appreciate and I I guess I want to I say this as you were speaking too. Um I may maybe you don't feel this way. I I, I want to make sure that you know we love you for you and your heart, your pursuit of Jesus. Yes, you usually bring a ton of energy, but that's that's not the reason we love you. Just for your energy, we love you for your for your heart of Jesus, and yeah, uh, yeah trying to figure it all out. And we're all trying to figure it out along the way, man. So, um, love you, brother. Yeah, Thank dude. you for that. I appreciate you, man. I love you guys too. I love y'all so much. You guys, yeah. you guys are such a gift to me, to mm. my family, to so many people, man. You guys, you are a gift. Oh, you man. are a, a gift to the kingdom of heaven. So thankful for you brother thankful yeah, for you same same all right well i'm gonna wrap things up here damien uh hey everybody thanks so much for, for listening to the pondo podcast uh we we do this because we want to be an encouragement to to those of you who are involved in ministry um who are out uh, doing the work and trying to figure things out along the way uh, whether you are brand new uh stepping into uh to to to, to ministry roles or if you've been at this a long long time we believe just sharing our heart and our stories can have a huge impact on others. And so that's why we do this. We love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, Damien, thanks for, for taking the time to uh, to spend it with us today. And, thank you, um, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. We'll hear more from Damien. I, I, I know uh, uh, over the years to come. And uh, we'll, t- we'll catch you guys next time on the Pondo Podcast. See you yeah. guys. Holly glory. Holly glory.